sun shining. So happy. <laughs> it just makes for a happy Tuesday, this weather leading into the spring. So welcome to our I've Decided TV show. Our episode this week is a third Tuesday, so we always do uh, My Success. And uh, I'm really happy. I hate to use the word excited because we're going to be talking about a story <laughs> that's not like the most exciting thing that's ever happened to you. <laughs> well, it was exciting, but not in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> not, yeah, not the most. Usually when I say I'm so excited or this is exciting, I'm usually meaning, yay, this is the most awesome thing ever. But yeah. um, it's not necessarily the most awesome story ever, but uh, our weekly winning word this week, as many of you know, is adapt. And so when I was thinking about who to have on the show with me today, I thought about you, Joyce, because <laughs> you have had to experience, you experienced uh, something that forced you into having to really adapt your entire life for a short time. Yes. And I thought, man, this could be very inspiring and um you know, encourage us when something happens that is unexpected. Yes. Um, then you have to adapt and make it work because life goes on. Yes. And so this is Joyce Day. I Hi. <laughs> I, you're on video more than me, yeah. I think. So I'm pretty <laughs> so sure good. that they, most people watching probably know you or have met you at one of our conferences along the way. You've been a part of I've Decided. You've been a business member, really. Since the beginning. Pretty close, yeah. So almost five years now. Yep. Time flies, doesn't it? It sure does. I know. And so, but if you don't recognize Joyce, this is Joyce Day. She is uh, really our go-to green lady. (laughs) (laughs) Teach us how to live green, live healthy, preventative care, um, but... uh, Grow Your Green Lifestyle. That's right. Grow Your Green Lifestyle. And it's about living green and, and taking care of our yourself. Um, and, and that's really your mission and yep. what you do. And so, uh, but along the way, it's been what? How many weeks ago? It was uh, eight, eight and a half weeks ago. It'll be nine weeks on Thursday. This Thursday, our BYOB, you're coming, right? I'm there. (laughs) So nine weeks ago, you were at our Build Your Own Business. Yes. You done live video that morning. You were at our business networking event, and you were heading off to go do a little skiing over at Donovan Donovan Park. Park. Yeah. And... You take over. Tell yeah. us what. Ha- tell us what happened. Cue the theme inquiring, music. Yeah, inquiring minds are dying to know. Yes. Yeah, so I went out uh, to Donovan Park, and as you Central Illinoisans know, there's a lot of years we don't have enough snow right. to cross country ski here. But I used to live out west, and I'm an avid cross country skier, and I have my own skis in my garage that sit neglected some right. years. It makes me very sad. So. We had great snow this year, and it was our first uh, big snow. Remember, we had about a foot of snow almost. Oh, I remember all the snow. (laughs) Yeah, and it had come in earlier that week, and it had kind of froze and melted and then froze overnight, then melted and then froze overnight. So there was a lot of snow out there, but it was pretty icy conditions. But I decided (laughs) that I was going to – I had a window of time between meetings that morning from about 1030 after I left the BYOB to go to my meetings after that. And oh, by the way, that's build your own business. Yes. <laughs> Not bring your, because wait, you no. weren't skiing. <laughs> I was 
wasn't drinking. Yeah, we weren't drinking at 10 30 no. in the morning. No. <laughs> we just kind of do a play on words there. Yeah, so sorry. Just want to be clear. A little acronym for you. Yeah, they'd be like, oh yeah, she got drunk and fell skiing at 10 Yeah, it all makes sense. <laughs> so I left the, uh, the, the get together, the networking, and uh, went to the ski place and skied for about 20, 25 minutes. I posted the happiest selfie on my Instagram you have ever seen. I mean, just so thankful to be out there skiing and so happy, but it was pretty icy conditions. And I had fallen twice that morning, just in the normal course of things. And I thought, you know, I'm just going to go back to the parking lot. I've decided to cut across the old golf course right. through an area that I really haven't been through before. And it turns out there's an old creek bed that runs through there uh. and they had smoothed it out and made it a little, uh, a little, um, ski area still part of the ski trail, but it's a little bit more aggressive than most people are used to, which I was fine with. I've skied for 20 years, but it was just that perfect circumstance where I went down the hill. It was pretty steep. I was going pretty fast and tried to slow down. I had my skis pointed together, snow plowing, for those of you that know what that is. And I did slow down, but about halfway down the hill, because I was going slower, my left ski wedged into some ice and snow and it stopped me suddenly. So I tried to control the fall and went to drop to the left. Uh, the way I've handled it for 20 years and my right, my ski was pointed inward to the right. Mm -hmm. I fell to the left and it shot all that energy right down my left leg. And I had a spiral fracture, broken three different places. I cringe because I saw the, the x-ray. The x-rays uh -huh. are ugly. <laughs> I, well, you know what's so funny is you sent me a text and you said, Kim, I don't think I'll be at the conference because this was the Thursday before our conference, our uh -huh. full day conference. Yes. And you said it was, I, I didn't real. I, I didn't understand it was as bad as it was because your text was like, I don't think I'll be at the conference. <laughs> I fell and I broke my leg and yeah. I may have to have surgery. And then it wasn't very long later, your husband had posted the picture of the x-ray and I about fell out of my chair. Yeah. I was like, uh, yeah, you aren't good. I'm no. thinking to myself, poor Joyce. I don't even know if she knows it's that bad. Like yeah. it's like bad. Well, I'll be honest. I was fairly sedated at that point. Right. So it's, you know, the, the wonderful firefighters from the Peoria fire, uh, firefighters, um, district or whatever, they, they're amazing. Uh, thank you so much, uh, for coming and rescuing me. I, I was out there by myself there wasn't hardly anybody oh, else out I there. I you didn't faint from the pain, like yeah. pass well, out. A fun fact, at least for me, okay. I, it didn't puncture the skin. So I actually didn't feel any pain for about 30 minutes. The, I felt intense pressure and I knew that my leg was swelling pretty intensely because my boot started getting crazy tight. But um, I... I wasn't for sure what had happened. I'd heard it break. It sounds like a Kit Kat bar. <laughs> if you haven't been, if you haven't heard that noise before, nobody ever wants to hear your bones yeah. sound like. <laughs> you don't ever hear that. It's like the Kit Kat commercial, like <laughs> that breaking sound. That's what it sounded like. So I wasn't for sure. I was still hopeful that maybe it was something else. Um, but uh, once the firefighters found me, it took about 30, 35 minutes from the time that I called. So praise God you weren't in a severe pain. So yes. there's something your body does then that mm -hmm. keeps you from feeling that pain for a little while is the swelling and stuff. Yeah, apparently it just kind of numbed it out for me. And uh, I was that lying was in the miracle. snow. Yeah, so That's I just kept taking chunks of snow and like putting, talk about adaptability, or <laughs> laying there stuck. I could not move one inch. But it was cold too, so it's yeah. not like, but you were well, probably dressed appropriately. I so was. that helps. I had my ski gear on, so I could have laid in the snow you know, that wouldn't have been a problem for a while, but I mean, my body was kind of going into shock. I was shaking pretty hard and, 
um, you know, was, it was uncomfortable. And just the fact that I couldn't move, I could not move. I felt the, the way I felt God for cell phones? is where I stayed. Thank I did not Lord move. Thank the Lord you had your cell mm-hmm. phone with you. Yes. And it still worked because a lot of times the battery will go dead when I ski because I'm out there for a long time. And even in your pocket, it doesn't stay. Oh. It's been so cold. Yeah. It, the, it, it'll just shut off. But God was looking cold. out for you. But God <laughs> had my back. Literally. And, we, and we're thinking, and this show is my success. And yeah. so this is your success, this yes. story. No. Yes. The success is just really how you adapted to this. So yeah. obviously yeah. that was a tragedy. Yeah. And obviously, um, no, but it's a terrible thing to happen to anybody. And, but I just feel like I've just been watching you from, you know, I see what, I just feel like you've handled it like a champ. And I know that you've said you had your moments. Yes. But I just, you know, we got to, these kind of stories are inspiring to people because it's like, okay, if you can do all this and go through all that, Mm -hmm. surely I can get my butt up and do something. Yeah. And so I just, you know, how did you, because obviously you're busy, you own your own business, Mm -hmm. you have a little daughter, you have a whole family, but you got a little one, not, you know, I have teenagers, a little different. You've got a little daughter Mm -hmm. and you have this whole life, your whole business, everything comes to a complete Halt. Yes. And so just give us some pointers. Like, yeah. So, what happened? <clears throat> well, the, the sur- I did have to have surgery too. Yes. So on top of the broken leg, I had a surgery to put a steel rod in from knee to ankle and all the screws and all that good stuff. So yeah, I came home from, it took me about four days to get out of the hospital and then I came home to, we have a spare bedroom now because my teenagers have moved out. So the spare bedroom is about a few feet from the bathroom. So the, I went from very busy schedule, driving, you know, picking up my daughter every day, doing all the stuff, mom stuff, business stuff, to lying on my back in the spare bedroom where going to the bathroom every couple of hours became a major ordeal. I was on a walker. Think about that. Yeah. And just that alone. And then I was on the medications. I could, I had to pick my leg up with this strap and lift it and then drop it down to the floor and the sensations that go along with a broken leg, if you haven't experienced, I pray you never do because there's a lot of weird sensations and a lot of different, not just pain, but, you know, you, you lose your artery in your lower leg during the procedure as part of putting in the steel rod. So all that blood flow has to go through your calf muscle, which is a very weird sensation. So your foot is constantly cold. Um, you're cuddling with ice packs most of the time. I just, those few weeks of just being heavily medicated and my whole life was freezing <laughs> right? and, um, and just being kind of out of it. And so it was really, it was really hard. My coping skills normally are um, reading. Uh, I, I love to learn. So I'll jump on and watch videos. So I thought in my mind, oh, I'll watch training videos or I'll sure. read books. And people brought me books and um, I would magazines and just, you think you're going to pass that time doing these certain things that you're comfortable doing. My, also my day-to-day coping skills is exercise. I'm a big mover. I love to walk Which in the I was morning. just sitting here thinking mm-hmm. to myself as you're sharing the story, thank the Lord that you, you know, he- are healthy, that yes. you do preventative care things that really you are already in a good state to heal. I was. In a situation like this, I, you yeah. know, that you're yeah. strong enough to do some of those things. And I have a lot of knowledge about, you know, what to do after 
after the accident. I mean, I do work with essential oils. I work with, I eat a lot of healthy foods. I, right. I know about collagen and things to protect the gut, fermented foods after you've taken antibiotics. I did have to take antibiotics preventatively as part of the procedure. Right. And so I was, I had all that knowledge ahead of time. So I didn't have to wait for my health to decline further from the after effects of the procedure. I already knew some things that would help me as I went through it. So that was a huge blessing. But um, to have your coping skills taken away from you and the course of going through something like that, that was probably my biggest challenge because when I felt stressed, when I was scared, when I was worried, when I was overwhelmed or feeling, I mean, you can't help but go through some point, some periods of depression. And I'm not a depression, a right. depressive well, no, person. But this is a tragic um, thing that yeah, happened. Yeah, you just, it just makes you especially after the first three or four weeks. At that point, you're just in survival mode. But and you have you, to ha yeah, have help. You do. And so you had to let, so when something, yeah. when you have to adapt, a person like you, and I understand because I'm kind of like that too, or a little <laughs> on, I won't call us control freaks. Yeah, that, that's way too too far. <laughs> that's too far. <laughs> yeah. But we we like, to, we're, we're independent. We yes. can do things on our own. We don't need that help. So you, yes. you have to sometimes say, okay, I need help. Well, and it's not even sometimes it becomes every minute of every day just about. I mean, to go from taking care of yourself, being very independent to, can you hand me this? Can you, oh, shoot, I forgot the water. And you don't, it's not the asking that's the thing. It's that you have to keep asking. It's, it's every little thing. You don't realize every little thing when this little bottle of water is sitting six feet away and the, the pain and discomfort oh, and yeah. time and just everything that would take for you to go get that bottle. And instead you have to, you have to keep humbling yourself to say, dang it, I left my rice sack in the bedroom. Could you go get it for me? And then they go get it and come back and you realize I left my my, my, my hose in there too. Could you go get my hose? And, you and know, they're probably like, I love you, but I'm going to give you. <laughs> well, the but first, no, you're yeah, family. The yeah, first few awesome, weeks, but... they're pretty good. But after the first <laughs> few weeks, they're just like, really? You got, yeah. you should have this under control. Yeah. By now. So, yeah. all right, well, here we are almost nine weeks later. And yes. obviously you've made amazing strides. But so how did you, you know, for somebody who's watching that, Maybe something similar is happening. Maybe they just had a major surgery or maybe maybe you're watching this because you're laying there, you know, in your bed because you're sick or you just yeah. had a major surgery. And and it's just by, I don't think anything's by chance. I think it's all divine appointment personally. But so by divine appointment, you're watching Joyce here and you're thinking, and I would be thinking, how did you mentally overcome? Because yeah. you said to me, I don't think I'm like a saint here because there were no. days that I didn't think I was going to make it. So mentally, what were you saying to yourself to be like, keep going, Joyce? Well, it was a combination of factors. One thing that helped me a ton, especially if you are going through a medical issue, is that somebody told me I was worried about, you know, I'm feeling all these weird sensations and I don't know what's normal. I've never been through this before. And most people I know haven't been through it. Or if they have, it's not that severe. So uh, one of my friends said, why don't you just assume that everything you're going through is normal? And then if it becomes, you know, if it becomes extreme, then you can take it to your doctor. But if you sit here and question if every little pain and uh, sensation is right. bad thing happening, like you're just going to make yourself crazy. So that has helped me tremendously. So um, just assume just normal things happening, yes, unless this, it's something extreme. So you yeah. could say it's this is normal, Joyce. Yeah, your leg just snapped in two. You just had surgery. <laughs> You're gonna have numbness. You're gonna have weird sensations in the middle of the night because you don't pay attention to your sensations uh, as much. So nighttime. 
time, especially you're laying there, it totally flipped my sleep schedule. So I was, I was medicated. I was up at all hours of the night. Oh my gosh. And so I would wake up sometimes at two or three in the morning and just lay there. You're, but you're still kind of sedated, but you can't go to sleep. So your brain's just kind of going. But I couldn't read because I had brain fog. I couldn't remember anything that I'd read. I couldn't watch videos or anything because, I've, again, I felt like I couldn't remember what I'd just seen. And so it just, it, I know that sounds weird, but no, that's how it I was. Can, I mean, I understand the and science so, behind all this and with all that medicine and just the shock of yeah. your body. This is a, a traumatic experience yeah. to your body. And when your body has a trauma, mm-hmm. it just does weird things. It does. But I love that advice though. That's good. Don't you think it's like, assume this is kind of normal. So if you're, whether maybe it's not that you have a physical issue, mm-hmm. just maybe you're going through something emotionally too. Yes. And you're thinking, I shouldn't be so sad. In fact, I was just talking to one of my friends this week, just this week. I hope you're watching. You'll know I'm talking about you. Just this week. And they, they, they just said, I shouldn't feel like this. This is not who I am. I'm never sad. Yeah. And I'm like, but what you're dealing with is sad. Yes. And I went through that same thing because I'm not that person. And it kind of almost scares me a little bit to feel that way because, you know, for those of you who struggle with depression, depression is a very, and so is anxiety. It's a very physical thing. It's not a mental, people that don't struggle with it, they don't understand. They think it's in your head, but it's a very physical thing. And so to be in that state of pain and discomfort, being a brain fog, and then having that depression, it really is like a weight on you and Mm -hmm. you just can't help it. You're just apathetic about things and, you know, having to ask for help every time and having to have people bring you food every time and the struggle and the pain that goes into getting to the darn bathroom and back is just, it weighs on you and it's very hard. And I would normally handle that by going to church, going, walking, going out and meeting girlfriends, handling it. I couldn't do that. Right. All of your, like you said, your coping mechanisms are gone. So the other thing I'll mention quickly, because I know we have to wrap up is looking for those silver linings as I went through the experience. Mm. I mean, I, I I always watch for that. That's a big part of how I cope with life as well. Right. And looking back, I mean, God has had his hand on me throughout this entire experience, and there's been lots of healing opportunities. Mm. I was able to spend six weeks with my mom. She retired out west. She came home and stayed with me. So what a blessing. Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. And so that is a little blessing. Yeah. So and and these little and you need to you know you slow down. Yes. And now you got you know you know you got to be be busy do the things you want to do but take time to yes to slow down. I bet that's a And it's good for me to learn how to ask for help. And teaching my daughter, she's seven. I've been wanting to teach her how to cook and how to do things in the kitchen. But it's hard as a busy mom to let your kids do it because it's so slow. And so now I've been, now I have to let her help (laughs) me. So yeah, I would sit on a chair and could you get this out of the fridge and get this over there? She loves it. She did. We had a lot of fun. That's great. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. And here you are back at it. That's right. Yeah, you had to, got your boot, have it still a little slow, got to be really careful, but here you are back doing your podcast, sharing your story, just like you would do. You're awesome. Yeah. And even have, you're actually going to be at our conference on yes. April 13th. Yes. Come say hi. Yes. Come talk to her. You want to meet her. <laughs> and then on April 14th at the garden, yep. you're doing an oils uh, yes. class. Every few months we do an oils workshop, an essential oils workshop, and it's focused on the season of the time of year. So we had our winter oils workshop there a couple, a month or two right. ago, and now we're having our spring oils workshop. So 
So we're going to be going over how to use essential oils for uh, cleaning in your home oh, and how to make some really simple DIY recipes, some of my favorites that I use personally. Um, and then we'll have, there's an optional make and take. So you bring a couple dollars with you. I think it's $6 and you actually get to make a foaming hand wash and a, um, can't remember what the second item is, but you get to make two different things that you can take home and play with. That's and, awesome. Yeah. That's exciting. I would like to come to that. I might come. That's yeah. actually because that sounds cool. Trying to clean up my house, you know, not using all those chemicals. So, so important. Definitely. Awesome. All right. So uh, real quick, Joyce Day, they can find you online. Pretty yeah. Grow Your Green Lifestyle on Facebook. You can go to my website or Instagram and I'm, I'm around. Yay. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. I hope Thanks for sharing your story. Yes. What it, I mean, it's a great way. Just the, the way you adapted has just been amazing. And sometimes we have to adapt. But if we can learn to adapt, we can be more successful. We just have to, we have to be able to do that. So thanks for joining me today, Joyce. I'm happy Thanks to. for tuning in, everybody. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your Tuesday. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> um,